Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, an update to what's going on. Of course, war has officially been declared in the Middle East now. More explosions in Tel Aviv happening uh, as we speak and in Jerusalem. Um, heavy rocket barrage is continuing in the area as we uh, speak. As Israel has lined up the tanks, they're calling up 300,000 of their IDF troops to basically go in and just storm Gaza and subdue Gaza totally and completely. Hamas is using uh, tunnels right now to bring even more of their terrorists into Israel, where as they kill IDF forces, they take their uniforms on and then they go into neighborhoods and people believe that they are IDF uh, military there to help them and then they just end up killing them. They're not targeting military members. They are targeting women and children. They have hauled off women and children. They're being kept in tunnels in Gaza right now. They are raping and killing the women and children. They've been their primary target uh, so far. Uh, The IDF has taken back control of many of the cities right up against uh, Gaza. If you look at Israel, the entire nation is about the size of New Jersey. And at the top, you have Hezbollah, which is very well equipped. On the right-hand side, you have what's known as the West Bank, which borders Jordan. It's where Jesus was baptized in the Jordan River. You have Jerusalem, you have Bethlehem. All of those wonderful holy sites are right there in the West Bank area. And that's primarily Islamic Jihad who controls that area, the Palestinians. And then over to the left side, which would be basically the west side, right on the Mediterranean, you have the... uh, the Gaza Strip, which is where these fighters came out of on on Saturday primarily. Um, Israel's cabinet very quickly invoked Article 40 Aleph, marking the first formally declared war since 1973, almost to the day. Almost. Yeah, the Yom Kippur War. Uh, I, you know, I, I in moments like that, well, we've never had a moment like this, really, but uh, at times like this, I try to remember what my very first thought was when I first started hearing what was going on. This is the beginning of World War III. I mean, this is what we're seeing. This is this is not Hezbollah or Hamas. This is Iran. <laughs> this is them. This is the Muslim fundamentalist extremist terrorist groups that populate and poison and are rotten throughout that entire region. Uh, we're, we're hearing more about how many of our arms that are captured in, the, in Ukraine are being funneled to these people through Iran uh, via Russia. We're hearing about all the armaments in Afghanistan that uh, we just left there that are making their way uh, into this, uh, into the hands of the bad guys. And uh, what do you say? I mean, I, I think the image that really stuck in my mind very early on once the news started to break was of this young German woman, uh, the supernova rave, who has been dragged away in a motorcycle while her boyfriend has his hands tied, and she's screaming, don't kill me. And, of course, she ends up, we saw a few hours later, in the back of a pickup truck, uh, dead, 
being spat upon. I mean, the, the, the level of atrocity is unimaginable. And I, I don't know, man, brother, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I really don't know what to say. Well, it is the beginning of World War III yeah. because America has um, no option other than to respond. We, we're we moving the Gerald R. Ford and its accompanying battleships into the area right now, supposedly to evacuate Americans. American citizens have been killed and captured in this. I can tell you from my trips over there that there are a lot of American citizens who live in Israel and visit Israel. We had a full-time cont- contingent, including uh, Booker, uh, the Senator Booker, there in Israel on Saturday when this happened. Right. But uh, I remember on Ben Ben Gurren Street, uh, Ben Yehuda, uh, walking around and saying, you know, where are you from? I'm from New York. I'm from New Jersey. Right. I'm from Florida. I'm from wherever. Uh, and I now I'm residing here. But they're full-time citizens of the United States. Uh, so many of them were were killed on Saturday in this unbelievable how how this happened. We'll get into this a little bit later on. The implications for us here, of course, uh, Hezbollah, who is very well trained right. and armed in the north, has already said if we respond in any manner whatsoever, that they will immediately attack our uh, outposts there in that region. The region includes Iraq and right uh, around yeah. there, of course, not just Israel. So this is going to be a multi-front war for a long period of time, I believe, and it's going to involve the region itself because the other countries, whether you're talking about Syria or Turkey, the others, I believe, will end up in some ways being involved in this. But we're not inoculated from this. We have always believed we were because we're surrounded by water, and that kept us safe in the early years. In the world, the two world wars that we've had so far, we were, you know, relatively safe from attack. We're no longer safe from attack because the border has been open for three years now. <laughs> yeah. And millions, about 10 million have poured in here. And we have been reporting for months, years, about mm. the numbers of mm. able, able-bodied young men who have been coming into the United States. And we have the numbers this morning, Sean, about 86,000 that we know of have come from special interest alien countries. In other words, they they are on our watch list because of their nexus with terrorism right. in some shape, form, or fashion. It's up year, year over year from last year to this year. The special interest aliens coming into this country, young, able-bodied men, is up 140, 140%. 140% higher. Now, who they are and why they are here, we have no idea. And that's the problem. Well, yeah, we, we've talked about it on the air. We've heard from immigration and folks within the government over the past few years that, yeah, folks from terrorist organizations, terrorist cells are just rolling across the border from the Arab world. It's not just the Chinese. It's not just from uh, South America. It's bad actors from terrorist states and we've just been letting them walk on in here and i i this is truly depressing and i I didn't hear this until i was riding in so what uh biden was barbecuing yeah is what we're hearing cut number 13 yeah cut number 13 um as all this was going on just to lay the land on what his weekend was like at 2 a.m washington dc time when the attacks began they didn't even bother to wake him. They let him sleep. He got up a little bit later on in the morning, as he typically does. There was no urgency. Gave that little bitty 
30 seconds of don't you, uh, don't you dare, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Then they called a lid. That was Saturday. Yesterday, he was up until 1134, and they called a lid at 1134, sent him back upstairs to go to bed. He didn't say a word about it until Peter Ducey was on the White House lawn all weekend. He didn't right. move, and this is what he found. President Biden had nothing to say about this on camera today. We did hear some music throughout the afternoon and the early evening coming from the south side of the White House, the area of the Rose Garden or the portico over there. And we are told that the president and the first lady were hosting a barbecue for executive residence staff. Now, it, is, it has been confirmed. That, that was yesterday as it happened. That barbecue has been confirmed. They did have a good old time with music. Well, I'm glad they had a good time, man. I hope they got some BBQ and some sides going, and I, I hope it was a great day for them. You know, I, I mean, I, I don't – this is my – I mean, I, it, on the one sense, you're, we're not – Are we? there's a, a part of it that I'm not shocked about. Like, this was has been coming for a long time, you know? And no, on September 11, 2001, we all should have known we're not protected by anything. You know, and uh, y- y- this this is the chess piece. These are the chess pieces in motion. And my big thought, you know, because obviously this was what we we're talking about all weekend. Well, well, who lines up with who? This is really what it comes down to. It's and and I the, these pieces of crap in this country, like in Harvard and AOC and all of them, are, who have always been pro Palestinian. This ain't about freaking land. This isn't about beach. This isn't about, oh, you're on our property and we want you off. This has nothing to do with that. And you know this. You've been out there. This is about ideology. This is about religion. This is about God. This is, you can't sit across the table from somebody who wants you to die. If every Jew pulled out of that region, it wouldn't stop the jihad. They want you dead. They want all your children dead. They want everybody dead. It's not about real estate. That is why over the weekend, those who are protesting here in this country for Hamas, oh, God. they're carrying around on their phones swastikas. They <laughs> they believe in the well t- done. totally elimination of, of Israel. Yeah. This is what was so disgusting about Barack Obama in that he helped organize so much of this as he was uh, working with the folks in, in, in Iran with pallets full of cash, untraceable cash, that he was delivering there in the dead of night, allowing them to continue with their fortifications for their nukes. And that was put on hold during the Trump years. Trump killed Soleimani. He then put these incredible sanctions on Iran, which was crippling Iran, and they were just about done as a regime. Right. And then when he came in, uh, Joe Biden immediately lifted those sanctions, which allowed Iran to go back to selling untold millions of barrels of oil every day. So it's not just the $6 billion he gave them a couple of weeks ago that caused this. Over the last three years that he's been president, about $100 billion in right. cash has flown into, their, into, into Iran's coffers, plus... Joe has fired up Maduro down in Venezuela again, and he's allowing him to produce oil along with Chevron down there. And that money, a lot of it comes from Maduro sent to Iran. So Iran is paying for this. Iran is backing this. And if Iran gets a nuke, 
do not have any illusion. They, oh, yeah. They will drop the nuke on Israel. Even though Arabs will die, Muslims will die, they don't care. No, this is not a freedom war. No, this is not that. This is not. They're not fighting, <laughs> they're, not over, they're not fighting over a strip of land the no. size of New Jersey. This is about eliminating a race of people. And it's our tax money flowing through Joe Biden that is helping to pay for this. Well, who else buys Iranian oil? Eh? Well, sure. China. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. Right. It's, 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 sure. There's a lot of things lining up here, and, and watching these dolts inside this country march in New York City and Philadelphia. They got their Palestinian flags out, and they'll strike a blow against colonialism. They're such idiots. I think what the, the dangerous thing that we could be facing this week when Israel rolls 300,000 uh. into Gaza with all the tanks and everything, which they have to do, their force has to be so overwhelming that two other fronts are going to open up, one in, yeah. one in the West Bank up around Jerusalem, another one in the north with Hezbollah. They're going to open those up, as, and so it's the, the entire region is going to be engulfed uh, in an incredible uh, war, uh, all-out war at that time. And the forces such as Iran and Russia and China all involved and you know it's amazing well that's the thing that's yeah. all intertwined yeah. and 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 that's truly the scary part about all of this you know uh we have to take a break but the the biblical prophecy about all this has been very clear for a long time as, as far as U US is not mentioned in biblical prophecy whether you go back to the old testament and daniel and uh isaiah or you go to the new testament the book of revelation first and second thessalonians wherever we're not mentioned, and this could be why, uh, with all of the assets that I believe they have pre-positioned here in our country to make a, to force us to stand down, we could be fighting here. It's it's a well, it's a very you know, real and I, I, I have, I've received a lot of messages from folks over the weekend. I know you probably have too about uh, you know Revelation and end time stuff. So I I, I it certainly lines up. <laughs> it certainly lines up with that. So I I don't know. It, it it's it's I I have. First off, apart from a horribly sinking feeling uh, about the whole thing, which is putting it very lightly, uh, it, it's it's like September 11th on a on, back then uh, compared to this on a much smaller level. It's weird being a talk show host. Yeah, sure. Uh, it really is because I'm kind of going through this like you are as a person, yeah. just a person, right. you know, on planet Earth. There was a lot of talk about 9/11 over the weekend. That this, uh, you know, is 9/11 and it's it's Pearl Harbor. This is. This is even to, to Israel. This is bigger than 9/11 in this respect. Just numbers of people involved. We have um, 330 million people in our country right. when 9/11 happened. 2,800 died on 9/11. They have nine million, between eight and nine million in Israel, and over 800 died. So if you extrapolate the numbers, it would be in our case. A 9-11, including about twenty-five to 30,000 right. people dying. Well, it's like anything else. A lot of things we're going through right now. There's no precedent. There's, this is, we're all going through this Huge. the first time. Yeah. Huge. All right, more coming up. I want to talk about River City Oral Surgery. If you're considering dental implants, River City Oral Surgery and Dr. Mark Capricorn is your place. Number one, you get him, right? And he's one of the most outstanding oral surgeons on planet Earth. There's no doubt 
anywhere about that. He is, his credentials and his background is unbelievable. But then he has added an MD medical anesthesiologist to provide the anesthesiology. We're not talking about twilight, you know, that's not. We're talking about you will be fully asleep like you were having your appendix taken out, right? Gallbladder surgery, whatever. You're going to go out. They're going to put you to sleep. And this guy, this medical uh, anesthesiologist, is also cardiac trained. So <clears throat> you're in great hands, safety, and security. This is the pinnacle of outpatient surgery at River City Oral Surgery. And they are still below the average price for a full mouth of implants with two specialists overseeing your operation. High-quality care, upfront prices, and now an MD anesthesiologist putting you completely asleep. You get the best in care. For more information, RiverCityOMS.com. Mostly sunny today, 83 for the high, 62 right now, KTSA. Good morning, your commute starting to fill in a little bit. Mission. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. It's uh, Ware and Rima. We only have a couple minutes before the bottom of the hour. Just toss something out here and then we'll pursue it. I've lost a lot of respect for Mike Pence. Did you? In the past, over the past weekend. Yeah. Um, his crummy little comments about Donald Trump and the GOP and uh, uh, Donald Trump, who was also the architect of the Abraham Accords, Accords uh, a few years back. Uh, you know, uh, AOC and that crowd, you sort of expect them to go into that direction. But uh, Mike Pence uh, basically characterizing that one of the reasons this has happened is because Donald Trump had a lack of leadership on the world stage. There's a lot of GOPers, I guess you, uh, you could point your fingers at and say, well, yeah, okay, well, they were taking us in the opposite direction. But the, the idea that he's going to try to elevate himself in any way, shape, or form politically based upon this, which is how I took that, sure, I just thought it was an a-hole move. Yeah. I, I really, again, the rest of them you sort of expect it. Liberals, Democrats, you expect all of this crap. You're going to sure. hear the word colonialism mm-hmm. up the butt over the next few days, and it's disgusting. But yeah. Pence... Dude, you're better than that. At least well, I thought he was. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Maybe we all thought he was. Maybe he's something other than what we thought. He's, right. a, rhino. he's a rhino. He's an establishment guy. And uh, he definitely doesn't like, uh, doesn't like Donald Trump and, and how well, Trump handled business. But look, since, since Joe Biden became president, we have war in Europe. We now have war in the Middle East. And we have China moving on Taiwan. None of that was going on, and rest assured that none of this would be going on. I feel quite assured none of this would be going on if Donald Trump were president right now. This is happening because we have weak-kneed leadership with Joe Biden. Remember Bob Gates said for 40 years he has been wrong on every foreign policy for 40 years. Oh, yeah, but there's some kind of complicity behind the scenes. I mean, we've been doing everything Iran wants. Obama set this thing up. Obama, who is oddly quiet, uh, hasn't said anything. Uh, and Biden just picked up where Obama left off. I mean, that's really how I get, how I see this. I well, mean, keep in mind, Obama is Biden and Biden is Obama. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's the deal. it's the same plan. Yeah. And, and if you look up Valerie Jarrett, Ugh. Valerie Jarrett has been a number one advisor to Barack Obama for a very long time. Right. right? And she was his closest confidant when he was president. She lives with him and Michelle in Washington. She lives with yeah. them in their house. Well, look where she was born. Where was she born? What? Iran. Iran, right. Oh, right. She's Iranian. Well, they, they say she's a U.S. citizen. She's U.S. and all that stuff. But she was born in Iran. And you just have to you know, connect the dots. 
When we come back at 735, how does this happen? We're going to get into this and so much more as we roll forward this morning. BG Products, BG is here for you. BG is for your car, your truck, whatever. Whether it's uh, diesel or gasoline, whatever you drive, BG Products will keep you on the road and keep you going. And BG Products are fantastic at providing the protection that you need so that your vehicle doesn't suffer the wear and tear and the breakdown that can happen naturally from being out there on 1604 and 410 every day. Those BG Products are outstanding when added to your normal course of action. So anytime you have your oil change, you just ask for it. You don't have to go to a special shop, although they do have a list of shops on their website site bgfindashop.com stuff is fantastic in protecting your engine and they have a fuel system uh, treatment that will clean out the fuel system better than anything else providing better fuel economy for you and with oil prices going up the way they are right now you know you're going to have to protect that and bg is here for you bgfindashop.com is your ac working but the house is still uncomfortable and it's where in Rima, 736 at KTSA, we have uh, the death of Americans. Americans are being held hostage yeah. in Gaza right now. Uh, Mustafa Bagul, who is the Palestinian National Initiative um, speaker, former speaker, says Hamas mainly attacked military establishments and military installations. Most of the people they have arrested and taken as war prisoners are military people. I do not accept uh. they are attacking civilians. Well, that's just an absolute damnable lie. That is not true. In fact, the opposite is true. Uh, while, yes, there were IDF forces that have died, um, most of the targets from Hamas have been women and children. These women and children have been murdered. They have been raped by these Hamas members since Saturday. I want to play for you cut number three. This is inside of a home where they, uh, the Hamas terrorists broke into the right. home. They did this on a number of occasions. They broke into the home. They uh, captured the family. It was a mom and a dad and three children, two girls and one boy. They killed one of the girls in front of the brother and sister and mom and dad, and here's how that went. My sister died. Um, they broke into a number of homes. What they would do when they would encounter an IDF member, that's their the Israeli military, right. Israeli Defense Force. Defense Force, yeah. As they would enc- encounter them, they would kill them with an AK, take their uniform and put it on, and then go to the homes in the neighborhoods and act as they though they were IDF. I'm here to save you. I'm here to protect right. you. And then they would just slaughter the people. Well, they were doing that at this rave as well, apparently. They were putting on these uniforms, and people thought they were running to safety, and they weren't. Yeah. Well, let's, let's play some of the rave here. It's just, you know, the music that's playing and so on and so forth, but to give you an idea of what was going on, it was an all-night uh, rave that was, that was happening. Uh, it was a music festival, and young people, as they always are at these music festivals. And then overhead, here comes the Hamas terrorists in these... The best way to describe it is a giant fan that they're wearing as a backpack and, a, and yeah. a parachute flying overhead. And as they flew into the rave, they just started to shoot people indiscriminately. And then taking, as we saw, the young woman, the young German woman who was a tattoo uh, artist. It just rips, rips your heart out. It's, it's yeah. uh, unbelievable. Cut Beyond n- comprehension. It but, really yeah. is. And cut number four. 
they uh, run around in the Hamas terrorists as they find IDF members lying dead. Many of them, it's a horrific video that my friends in Israel were sending me, but uh, some of them without heads, some of them without faces, they would decapitate them. But first they would shoot them some more, they're already dead, and then jump on their faces mm. up and yeah. down. Okay, go ahead. Now, I want to come back to our country because yesterday uh, we had a number of pro-Hamas people that were going around and attacking is Israel mm. supporters at various cities. And uh, what we'll do here, uh, Jimmy, is I guess we'll start. Uh, you, you know what I want to do? I want to start with, before I bring it back here, the Iranian parliament. Cut number six, mm. the Iranian parliament. Go right ahead, Jimmy. Iranian lawmakers chanting death to America. Okay, uh, that now is- let's come back here <clears throat> to our country. Number nine, this was in New York City. Um, this is where you had pro-Hamas people right. carrying the flag of the Palestinians and Hamas, and they're attacking supporters of Israel. All-out attacks. Cut number 11, same thing happened in Seattle where you had uh, folks who were supporting Israel and folks who supported uh, backing Hamas uh, started to attack the Israeli supporters. This is Seattle. And now let's go to cut 12 in San Diego, same thing. Folks who were supporting Israel very peacefully in the streets were attacked by Hamas supporters here in the United States. And Fort Lauderdale, the same thing. You can uh, extrapolate however many other cities this happened in. Here's, Here's the first thing that hit my mind. We know that our intelligence agencies here have been weaponized against Trump supporters, as an example of the story we had right. this week about the FBI following Trump supporters. We know that they are the CIA uh, under James Brennan or John Brennan uh, and James Clapper, they were completely weaponized to come after Trump supporters and people here, domestic folks. Right. So it's not, it doesn't surprise me that they didn't have the info on this. But Iran backed this entire operation and planned this entire operation and funded this operation. How the Mossad didn't know that is shocking to me. Because the Mossad is the, is the finest they're, intelligence agency on planet Earth. They're the premier intelligence, and they have been for decades. No I mean, they, they, you go back to the 70s and you read about no the question. Mossad. I mean, this is yeah. the best of the best. Yeah. Doesn't get know. better. So, um, in the initial, and I've been there, the initial attack along the Gaza Strip. You've got the wall and fence, right? And then you've got a dead zone where nothing happens. And then you've got another fence. And you've got Israeli Defense Force folks that man that area, every square inch of it, 24-7. And their eyes are wide open. They don't go to sleep. They're there watching the entire area. If a pigeon lands in there and so much as breathes, they're on it. They know. So what is just astounding to me, I don't understand, four hundred Hamas terrorists 
came across that area in tractors, motorcycles, trucks, and they flew over with these paragliders. Plus, this had been planned for weeks. Well, I was going to say, this is not something they just decided to do. There was, ex- you know, multi-layered planning involved here. How did the Israelis or anybody else not know this was going on? See, that's the thing, that we don't know, and uh, I fear what we're going to find out. Well, is there complicity here? Right. There, there, There's got to be some complicity. There's right. no other reasonable explanation. Yeah. This didn't happen in a vacuum, right. you when, know. Right. And when you're in Israel, there's a very well-coordinated defense plan that is set up. It's very well run, very well coordinated. The F-16s, you hear them over your head all day long. They're over, well, it's automatic, right? It's right. this dome. All, all I mean, day, uh, every day. Yeah. All day, every day. And they are there. You hear them fly over you. They are completely and continuously. And it and it only takes a few minutes to fly over Israel. Israel's the it's, size of New Jersey. Yeah, it's tiny. So it only takes a few minutes, right? So, But they're, they're, they're constantly up there. So how that was missed. Plus, they have some very sophisticated drones that go up and down that area as well where Gaza is. And how the drones and the live people on the ground and the, the fencing and the walls and then the F-16s, how that all failed, I don't. I, I honestly wish I had an answer. Well, we and don't. I wish I could speculate, but I'm not. I can't. You Again, know? there there must have been a lot of planning. This, uh, th- of course, this, you know, uh, months in advance, well, maybe years for all we know. And uh, the only way that was it would be able to. Ha- I mean, I, I'm not an expert, but I'm just using my simple brain here. The only way that level of planning was able to happen is that it was allowed to happen. Maybe it, it was helped along. In some way. There's, got, there's it, no other it explanation. Had, it had, and which, which obviously is, is a dark thought when you consider Hezbollah in the north, Islamic Jihad in the, in the West Bank as well, who are just waiting to open up their fronts, I believe. I, well, and, I, I and believe the that. gentleman you spoke to earlier, I, 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 don't, I was driving, so I remember his name, uh, the local guy from uh, San Antonio. Yeah. Hezbollah and Hamas are tools. Oh, sure they are. They're pawns. Always have been. You know, and uh, in this thing. So, you know, you, you, Iran, certainly we know Iran's involved. Obviously Iran. And don't give me this crap about the $6 billion. They're going to take out loans on that. They're going to be financing through other of means. Course, of course. The, 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 this business that, well, it's not been released yet. Uh, doesn't matter. This, these aren't your lottery winnings from a scratch-off that, uh, or, you know, a payday loan here. This is a completely different world. So I, how this happened is the yeah. other big question. You're talking about Nami Ikalov, who is with the Jewish Federation. It's on the, the podcast this morning. KT McFarland is also on the, on the podcast. Yeah. Look, um, w- when you look at the history of the money that has flowed into Iran, and if, ah. you're, if you're going to stop this, right, of course, they're going to have to decimate Hamas. Obviously, that has to be. But you, eventually, eventually, and sooner rather than later, you must go to Tehran. You must. There's. That's the only way you're going to stop this, because if you kill Hamas, another group is going to be put oh, in yeah. place I mean, by Tehran. ISIS, whoever you know, it's it's, it's all connect. They're all. Yeah. You know, stooges in the, a sense. This begins and ends in Tehran. If you want this to end. And you want true peace to happen there and security and safety, you have to take out Tehran. That's it. That's the only answer, yeah. the regime that's in, in Tehran right now. Um, it is absolutely devastating when you think about how 
and it's already beginning to happen. We'll talk more about this after the break. But the real danger in all of this is that when Israel begins its move and and starts to seize the ground in Gaza, the public opinion is going to turn instantly against Israel. Then Israel is going to be isolated, and I fully believe, because speaking of tools, Joe Biden is a tool in the hands of Barack Obama. Barack Obama is anti-Israel as they come. I think that we have a real danger here in the United States abandoning Israel and Israel being completely isolated in this mess. Well, that and also, you know, we talk about it on a a national scale that you want chaos in the streets so then you can roll in and do something, get something done you want to get done. It's the same thing globally. You know, they look. You're telling because the only other explanation is that they rolled in there thinking, well, Israel's not going to do anything. Obviously, Israel is going to respond in a massive way. They knew that. They know that, which means they want that to happen for some reason. To a certain degree, this is what they did was an enticement. Again, there's no other explanation. Yeah, as I said in the last half hour, to draw Israel into the Gaza Strip, then Hezbollah and Islamic Jihad open up the other fronts. And now you've got a full-on multi-front war in the Middle East involving many countries. As I said, Syria, as I said, uh, you know, right. Turkey, of course Iran, that that entire area over there is then drawn into the conflict over Israel. Scary stuff, man. Yeah. Quick break. More Warren Rima coming up. You know, Foundation Support Specialists at foundationsupportspecialists.com will protect your home from falling apart, quite literally. How does that happen? Well, we have soil around here that gets dry all summer long. It begins to pull away and separate from your foundation. Sometimes if you walk around the foundation, you can even see little pockets developing around the foundation. Well, that's bad. That's bad news. And then we get these rains, man, these gully washers that wash the soil away. Well, you want to be in touch with our friends at foundationsupportspecialist.com. Have them come out. They will give you a foundation inspection, and there's no obligation whatsoever. If your foundation is beginning to fail or have problems they'll talk with you about the fix the cost and so on insurance etc and then they'll fix it and guarantee it for the life of your home in a transferable warranty they simply are fantastic at finding the problems detecting the problem and then fixing the problem if you have a foundation issue get the peace of mind knowing that a true expert looks at your foundation that's foundation support specialist.com my name is Lorraine. My we were saying a minute ago about, you know, 400 of them coming in on motorcycles and tractors and, you know, just how they were able to get this done. I, I just, I'm finding it very hard to believe that the Mossad and the other agencies involved in Israel were not infiltrated. I think that's what we're going to find. Well, yeah, I mean, we hear you know, stories about chatter all the time. Yeah. You know, we have since September 11th, uh, yeah. and this became our reality. I mean, how things don't happen in silence or in a vacuum. Somebody knew. Large amounts of people had to have known. In in powerful places, in order to make a stand down yeah. a reality, uh, you know, uh, you know that probably happened here, 9/11. You know that there were some some knowledge of w- what was was afoot. Uh, but to think that the two most powerful spy agencies, intelligence agencies on planet Earth, number one, the CIA, number two, Mossad. Mossad is more powerful. Mossad is, is better than our own CIA. How they missed this with Iranian connections working on this probably for months. 
probably oh, yeah. for months. How they, you know, not one Hamas well, member said something to somebody. We knew 9 11 was coming. We found so out said, that was four yeah. airplanes. Right. Okay, that's it. We knew that was coming. Right, right. How did this happen? And it nobody saw it coming. Well, they were completely taken by surprise. Yeah. So, so there was, there, there, you know, some infiltration that happened. There's no doubt There's in my mind be. looking at this. And then, uh, and, and then the, it had to be at the levels to bring about a stand down. Right, so that there was no response, because I'm telling you, those guys that are down there, they are there. They shoot guys who come through that gate. Yeah, they don't have like you know little <laughs> cultural or political no. hesitations like we have here, no, no, man. No. I, I did know uh, a friend of Kinky's. I uh, was an Israeli Israeli soldier. I got to know her for a number of years, and she's like, "We kill. We don't. Well, we don't think twice. If when, we're a threat, you're a threat. You die." They they have shown up there and they've had like the suicide bomber vests, right. and Belts on, and they just shoot them. Yeah, you know, they just because they're not going to put up with it. The, the ethic is, if I have to die to protect my country, I'll die to protect my country. I mean, our military has that ethic too. Yeah. But there, it's drummed into their heads every single citizen from day one. Well, what happens is, from eighteen to twenty, you're in military yeah. service. Yeah, uh, you have compulsory. no choice. And then at twenty, you're discharged, and it's kind of your du- duty as a citizen because you'll see them thumbing down the road in the middle of nowhere, right? And they're dressed in their full military uh, garb, and it's your duty as a citizen to pick them up and take them wherever they need to go in the country. Or you're in but, violation of law. I mean, I mean that's just right. Uh, yeah. But then you're a reservist the rest of your right. life. So the rest of your life, you're in the reserves. So that's it's just unbelievable that that somebody somewhere is not right, and uh, BB needs to find out who that is. Quick break at eight oh five. It's already affecting the markets and oil prices. How will that affect you? Coming up, where in Rima KTSa Texas, the Powerball jackpot is over one day and FM one oh seven one. While most days, I mean every day is, has its own amount of unpredictability in, in sure. the day, yeah. and so does a week. Um, but most days, you know, for most of us, they're pretty much routine, yeah. you know. And the surprise is when the unpredictable does happen, some sort of, uh, it might be a car crash or a man with a pipe in the front yard of the radio station or whatever. That would be the unpredictable uh, moments. But for the most part, you know, we're pretty routine people, right? We wake up at the same time, come to work at the same time, do the same right. thing, go home the same thing, do the same thing, oh, wake up, do it again. I do the same thing every day. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. We get to Friday, you know, and Friday is like, okay, well, we just had another week of doing the same thing all week long. And most of it is rather predictable. Not this week. Um, this week has no predictability at all. Well, that's I mean, true. The next five days are really going to determine... <laughs> You know, a lot of stuff. And I, we were talking off the air about, you know, where's the general public on this? I mean, you, you, we're, we do this, you and I, even if we weren't on the air, we follow stuff. And, you know, as people, we, we are always kind of trying to find out what's going on. People listen to us are the same way. They're following this. They're shocked and horrified. But you have to ask, what's the general public, uh, you know, uh, of America? Is this something they're tuning into? I hate to be a jerk, but Taylor Swift farts, and it's, you know, global, it's international news for folks. Uh, I was around a bunch of young people this weekend and didn't seem to have a clue. I mean, I, 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 to what extent are people really paying attention to this? And, and it's, it, I, I think maybe less than we realize. I mean, I, I just to toss this in, I mean, you, you do a general, my wife and I were talking about this, you do a general news search last night. 
Now, obviously, the usual suspects want to, I guess, downplay it, but the story is not the lead story on Google. You know, you got three other stories before you even get to the uh, to Israel. So I just, I, I, I wonder what the general population who are not big news consumers, who are meme readers and TikTok video watchers, what, what, uh, if they're reacting to this or what's going on with them at all in this regard? For the most part, no. Um, for the most part, they are carrying on. Yesterday was NFL. The day before that was college football. Uh, for the most part, they, 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 you know, live their uh, blissful um, experience of life because they're not uh, tuned in to this kind of thing that's going on. You know, I'll give you an example. Uh, what is missing from you, – you're a Facebooker guy. What's missing from Facebook today that back when the Ukrainian thing began – Oh, uh, all the profile borders the and – flags. The flag. Right? I mean – So people yeah. here in this country, on Facebook, they changed their profile picture and some of them their cover picture to the Ukrainian flag and I stand with Ukraine and Ukraine this, that. In fact, Facebook supplied that. You could just hit a button sure. – and Facebook will put your picture on a Ukrainian flag and put that up as your profile picture. Pride Month, you know, <laughs> right. how many people had their borders up there? Right. COVID, we can do this, you know. And but, I, but just sticking with the flag for just a minute, yeah. because that's a nation. That's this is a, th- that would be a close analogy, right? Right. Because um, people started to fly the Ukrainian flag in their front yard. Even people. <laughs> who have never flown the flag of the United States in their front yard, put the Ukrainian flag in their front yard. Moreover, people who wouldn't have recognized the Ukrainian flag prior to all that that happening. So what you don't see today is the Star of David and the the flag of Israel flying all over Facebook. Now, some some do. Some have it up. But I'm talking about... Like the wave that we had of Ukraine, sure. you, you don't see it flying in front of people's houses or anything like that. You well, just I, don't. You know, I was telling you off air. You know, I only do Facebook, but I think face. You know, social media comes in waves, ebbs and flows. So even Facebook is kind of reflective. I would assume of where a lot of other social media is. And I'm surprised by how not much you're not seeing. You do see people put the the flag up, the Israeli flag. You do see people making comments. But the vast majority of folks are not, right. and uh, and and in a way where it's obvious they're not even aware it's going on. That's I think what's troubling. Well, what's what's even more troubling than that is that they are depending on news sources that are going to tell them what's going on, and it will be anti-Israeli. Oh yeah, okay. it's already that. Yeah. So yes, um, what's going to happen I think is that Israel is going to end up being very isolated. And even probably abandoned by our own administration. I don't care what Joe Biden says about we've been with them for 75 years. We will be with them for another 75. Bullcrap. He sold them out. And he made sure that Iran had the money to uh, back an attack such as this. And um, I I only expect the worst now. There's no reason why I should expect anything good out of Joe Biden, his leadership. Oh, no. That's that's the point. I mean, Blinken's out there saying, oh, there's no connection between Hamas and Iran. I mean, come on, man. Well, and and he's also out there saying the $6 billion, you know, is is just going to medicine. Uh, Well, that's horse crap, and everybody knows it's horse crap. They already said they're going to do whatever they want with it when they get it. Well, and they already have. Yeah. uh, and, and there's about $100 billion that Joe Biden has allowed Iran to get. The, 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 the linchpin to all of this is Iran. You have to decimate, you have to go after the leadership of Iran and destroy that. 
It has to be done if you want this to stop. Um, and if you want really the Jewish people to survive because their goal, and they will attain it unless they're stopped, the Iranian goal is to destroy the Jewish people, wipe them off the planet. And they're gonna, this, this is going to be a pivotal week in that. Now, we, we face, in any number of fronts as far as I can see, and you tell me what you think, number one, all these guys that have come across the southern border, we don't know who they are, we don't know where they are, we don't know their intent. They, they certainly didn't come here with families to improve their family life. And as I said a couple of weeks ago, it makes no sense for you to come up here from, from the south to escape the danger of El Salvador or Venezuela and leave your wife and children there. <laughs> so these guys are, to me, they're fighters. They're, they're coming in. Young men. Yes, yeah. they're coming here as fighters. So we've got to face that here in our own country, right? And that was done by Joe Biden and his leadership. The other thing is the oil prices. Man, gosh, they're already up about 5% mm. because we're not energy independent, because we don't make our own. We rely on sources such as Saudi Arabia and Venezuela and places like that for oil. Russia, you know. And um, so we've got oil prices that are already surging. I don't know what how that's going to play out in, in the market. But you have now, since Joe Biden became president, you have war in Europe, Ukraine and Russia. Sure. Yeah. War in Europe. And Poland, by the way, just loaded up a bunch of troops, and they're sending them over there. So Poland's mm. already loading up troops to go in there. So you got war in Europe, you got war in the Middle East now, and you got China about to attack Taiwan and take to- Taiwan over. This is what weak leadership gets you. Well, and it's a perfect storm, you know. It it really kind of is. And and uh, you know, if there are folks who think, "Well, this is Israel. What's this got to do with us?" The thing to remember is that w- when you're uh, whether you're Iran or whether you're you know the individual groups like Hamas or Hezbollah. They don't see any difference between Americans and Jews. They don't, and, and the Israelis. They don't see any difference between them and us. We're all part of the same enemy from their perspective. They don't want to just kill Jews. <laughs> they want to kill us as well. We're the great Satan. We're the great Satan. Uh, you know, you look at the formation of the state. I mean, just a cursory reading of the history of it after World War II. Well, we were a part of that. You know, and and we are considered uh every bit uh the infidel as uh, as the israelis as the jews so you know there's a lot of chess pieces again I, i'm repeating myself but there's a lot of chess pieces lining up here this this is global conflict this is not no, is. just about the west bank this is just about the existence oh, no. of israel oh no and again these are not people you can negotiate with these aren't people you can sit down at a table and have a conversation with they have a their messiah uh, i'm talking about the radicals that run iran yeah their messiah is called the modi and they believe that if they set it up in a certain way they can bring the modi back this their messiah back one of the things they have to do is remove israel to be able to bring their messiah back and so they have been working to that end for a long time uh, again, uh, Barack Obama gave them a ton of money, a oh, lot God, of cash, yeah. right? And uh, they continued to enrich their uranium because they know if they get a nuke, they can deploy it in Israel and wipe out the Jewish people. And that is the ultimate goal of what Iran wants to do. And they use Hamas and they use Hezbollah uh, to to get to that they as an example they have been flying missiles and arms some of them from us from afghanistan Mm. and from ukraine 
They've been flying into Damascus, the airport there, for a couple of years now. And Israel's been blowing up a lot of that stuff as it's been right. making its way through the airport in, in, in Damascus. But unfortunately, obviously, some of it has made its way into the Hamas, hands of Hamas and certainly Hezbollah. And with the rockets that we saw over the weekend that came out of Hamas in the south, okay, those are one thing. That's Those are, you know, uh, they're kind of rudimentary, although they were pretty effective this weekend, right? Right. You just talk about Hezbollah in the north. Their missiles are far more oh, yeah. sophisticated. Yeah, that's far right over the week. Yeah, far more sophisticated, and their fighting forces are far better trained than Hamas. You're not talking about ragtag guys that are running out there grabbing women and children when you start talking about Hezbollah. You're talking about a formidable army that could come out of the north and do some real serious damage. Well, yeah, and uh, and that's the scary part because again, at the heart of it is not something geopolitical, is is it's not something uh, economic. Even uh, it, it, you kill all the Jews, what you think they're going to stop then? Oh, okay, we just wanted to get rid of Israel. That's not. It, it's it's something much deeper that goes back centuries, yeah. centuries. Right. And 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 you 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 don't negotiate with that. You you have to kill it. It really is a holy war, in a sense, that's it being lined up right here. And, right. and it's not an ideology that you can make a better argument for or, hey, democracy, really, you, you'd be so much happier living that way. You can't even get to that conversation. And when you're dealing with these folks with that mindset, yeah. having weapons of this grade, yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude. Yeah, no. Th- this this goes all the way back to Ishmael and Isaac. Isaac and yeah, Ishmael. Yeah, this you know, is this is where Ishmael was taken out and put underneath the tree, and Isaac was the was the favored son, and so on. And they have uh, they have been fighting for centuries to regain that. And what their thing is, they they it, it is the anni- uh, annihilation of Israel and its friends. So Israel's the little Satan. We're the great Satan. Yeah, there's no distinction their really there in their mind. This is not like Hitler. Although they ca- they're carrying the swastika on their phones, I don't know if you noticed that over the uh, weekend. Yeah, but they're carrying I saw the it. Yeah, it's not like Hitler who was trying to amass land in in Europe and control the world through that domination of land. You know, controlling Europe and then right. expanding around that. This is not about land. They don't care about land. Uh, the land itself. I mean, they could drop a nuke in in Israel, which they would do if they had it. Um, destroy all the holy sites there. They really yeah, don't it's... care, and all the history that's there. They really don't care. Their object and their goal is the Jewish people. That's their goal. Well, the Jewish people and and anybody you know anybody and everybody that they characterize as an infidel and understand these are people who will run airplanes into buildings. These are you know to meet God, to be with God. You can't talk somebody down from that perspective. Nope. And and again, you're you're seeing these folks uh, receiving armaments from. Uh, China, Russia, you know, via Ukraine, uh, via Afghanistan, and and uh, the fact that we basically left all that crap behind for them to just pick up and send to wherever they want. We're we're essentially we uh, giving them money. They've got funding uh, beyond all comprehension. We're talking about Iran. You know, I mean, again, uh, uh, my first thought was, well, this is the beginning of World War Three. And my second thought was, okay, who lines up with who? How does this? Uh, w- 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 what's the new world order going to be in a few days? Because everything's connected, you know. And yeah. uh, and and it's not what you say on the surface. China will say on the surface through propaganda that oh, we don't support terrorism, we don't support these people. But you know, yeah, 
They, they are also sure. funneling resources to places like Iran. Sure. We, we've heard that for years. What's well, going to Russia and then through Russia into Iran. Right. So that's, so, how, that's how they're doing that. But And they've been doing that for a long time. So that's, that, you know, it goes back to how we open the shower, and that is, you know, most weeks are pretty darn predictable for our lives. You know, the, the ropeness of life and how it goes and the predictability of life. This one there is, we're going to be in a different world Friday, I think. Yeah, that's what so. I said. We probably are. You know, we, we have no idea. It's, yeah. it's crazy times, man. We'll take a quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up. KTSA. Listen up, Texas. The Powerball jackpot is over. So this is from the Jerusalem Post uh, Twitter X account right. this morning. Austria and Germany have suspended tens of millions of euros in aid to Palestinians today. You know, I, I guess I, I I guess I should be shocked, but I'm not. Um, we have yet to suspend to suspend the U.S. aid to them, which should have happened Saturday immediately, right? Well, but, yeah. But we're still sending millions to the Palestinians, and of course that money finds its way over to Hamas so they could do what they did on Saturday. Yeah, and and that's what makes you know the folks inside this country who are pro-Palestine and they're you know talking about the occupiers and the colonialists and all that stuff. It's just so absurd. I mean, I I, I don't I'm not an expert on the Middle East by any stretch of the imagination, but I you know we we follow things and I have followed things for a long time. Yeah. And I, I hear that crap inside this country, and I immediately assume I'm dealing with a stupid person. Well, you are. Uh, you're, you're dealing with somebody who doesn't understand you know. uh, the way things developed over there. But uh, the 73 war settled it. And the 73 war, all of that land, every square inch of it was owned by Israel. So the true occupiers would be the Palestinians. That would be Hamas, because Israel said, you can have Gaza. Right. Right? And they gave Gaza to them, gave the West Bank to them, gave control of the yeah. Temple Mount. Yeah, that's to, right, to right, 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 right. Israel, yeah. Israel captured all of that, and, and it was theirs. It goes back to the Bible. God gave it to them at the beginning of time, and it's very specifically laid out in the Bible what belongs to the land of Israel. But after they captured that area, they said, okay, Palestinians, we will give you this, these areas. That land dutifully and rightfully belongs to Israel, all of it because they won it in war. That's well, yeah, it. that's true. And But, uh, again, you, you look at it uh, from the mindset of the two sides that we're dealing with, and, yeah, uh, Israel didn't say, you have no right to exist. We're going to grease every single Palestinian no. we put our hands on. No. They may now. Yeah. No. But then, no, it no. wasn't, uh, whereas the other side, it's no, every Jew has to die. Well, that's how they've always been. Yeah. That's how they've always been about this. And if Israel, you know, pulled back and said, we're not going to do anything, they would be completely destroyed. If the Palestinians pulled back and said, we're done committing these atrocities, everybody would live in peace. That'd be it. Israel there has no interest in wiping them off the planet. Living in Jerusalem. There are Palestinians oh. living in Israel. They're I, peacefully. They're, they're, you know. I, I mean, have eaten in their restaurants in, in Bethlehem with Palestinians that were friends with Yasser Arafat. Right. And so they, fine. They get along just fine. These idiots, you know, like these Harvard idiots, you know, I... Oh. I'm sorry, but the younger generation is screwed, man. They they, they really don't 
have a, a yeah. comprehension of what's going on here. The tanks are lined up and ready to roll into Gaza. And mm-hmm. we'll keep you updated at 835 with Warren Rima right here on KTSA. Alamo Water Softeners, the best in water treatment for your family on all fronts. First of all, let's talk about softening the water in your home. If you're not doing that, you're getting hard water run through your appliances like your dishwasher and your refrigerator so on. That's going to destroy it over time, and and it's going to happen quicker than you think because those hard water deposits, those mineral deposits will build up in your pipes, build up in the jets that spray the water in those various devices, and the next thing you know, they're no good. You've got to throw them away. Uh, How many times have you had to replace a water heater because of that? So it's, it's a big issue. Secondly is the filtration. There's all kinds of stuff in our water around here, like the PFAS, those forever chemicals and so on. Alamo Water Softeners has the best in filtration systems right now. And for a limited time, when you buy a water softener from Alamo Water Softeners, you're going to get a free reverse osmosis drinking water system as well. So make that online appointment today with one of Alamo Water Softeners' whole home specialists for a free water analysis and customized uh, options tailored for your home. Just mention Trey Ware when you log on. AlamoWaterSofteners.com. Can you imagine selling your home and getting paid 